Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen who are out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with Strange Brew Coffee House. That's the way to go. When you got your, you wake up in the morning, you got that, you know, uh, going. And that's a thing. It's a real thing. The, uh, nobody wants it. The best way to clear it up is with a shot of caffeine and getting it from Strange Brew Coffee House. Set over there, two locations in Starkville to serve you, one in Tupelo. Great people, and of course, great drinks every time you're at Strange Brew <clears throat> Coffee House. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to do your holiday shopping this year for the Mississippi State fan in your life. Holidays are going to be here any second now. I mean, we are we are in the, the danger zone. There are some places now where Christmas music has started to creep in, where garland and tinsel are starting to find their way onto the shelves. Time to start making those holiday purchases. Head over to collegecornerstore.com to find the Mississippi State fans in your life. The shirts, the gear, and the stuff for the house they are all looking for. Humble Taco, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. It's Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. It is starting to grow. The menu is always expanding, and we're starting to see this place really take off and become a landmark here in Starville. Nobody else in the SEC has a Mexican restaurant like Humble Taco. It's unique to Starkville, and it's unique to the SEC. It's great food. It's great people. Head over there the next time you are in town. You will not regret a trip to Humble Taco. You're looking for something different for your tailgate? Firehouse Subs has the answer. A party platter from Firehouse Subs is always a welcome addition to any tailgate. Call your local Firehouse Subs. We've got locations in Starkville, Madison, Flowood, uh, Oxford, Tupelo, and Columbus. They're all looking forward to seeing you. And when you want to place an order for yourself for lunch or dinner, do it with the Firehouse Subs apps. It, easy to use, great interface, and they, the rewards come quickly with that Firehouse Subs app. And best of all, speaking of quickly, you are in and out of the store in no time flat. All right, we've got an announcement to make on the rumblings. First off, there's been a lot of talk about the rumblings lately. Threads on message boards and such. Some people don't like the rumblings. They say they don't like them. I will say that the rumblings is... Week in and week out, at worst, our second most popular show. It doesn't matter what you okay, think. Okay, Robbie, just coming in hot. Uh, I'm sorry. I've it's okay. Blacked out there. It's okay. But the the people are asking a lot of questions about you know the the, the rules regarding the the answers. I've reached the breaking point. So here's what we're gonna do, and we're gonna start next week, and it, this is the way it's gonna have to be going forward. Twitter allows you. Be it whether you're using the app or whether you're using your uh, using I don't, on, on, I don't think on, you can do it on Tweet Deck. Maybe not on Tweet Deck, but that's just we're just gonna have to you know figure this out to set up where only you can reply to your 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 questions, or only the people you mention can reply. 
i.e. me and Robbie. What's the buzz? Is there a buzz? There's a buzz. I don't know. Uh, I I just want I don't want our I don't want our listeners to be annoyed with the buzz. Oh, just, yeah. There's enough things on here to be annoyed. There by. are. There really are. So starting next week, you need to ask your questions and lock them up. All right, and we will only answer the questions that fit that format. So you're gonna have to do it. Lock it up. Lock it up. Now I will tweet out a tutorial of how to do that, and we will you know we will remind you throughout the week. So that the people who you know, there are some of y'all got some of y'all that are just technologically impaired. I get it. We're going to try to help as best we can, but this seems to be the only solution. Because I, somebody made a good point. They're like some people are like, look, I don't live on Twitter. I make I drop off my question and then I come back and I go listen to the podcast twenty four hours later, and you didn't answer it because somebody who I'm not paying attention to just decided to jump in the conversation. Somebody mentioned some hashtags, but people are just there are just some people who are jerks. I had to mute a guy today. He just kept replying. That, it's, that's, that might stop some, but it's not going to stop everybody. Right. Nobody's going to look at the hashtag. And I'm sure we'll get some quote tweets. Yeah. But I, if if you, I won't care about the quote tweets, I'll just let those slide. At this point, okay. So, here, here's what you do. If right, you don't, so Robbie's going to explain it to you. If you get, if you get on your app, yeah. If you answer a um, tweet, or you make a tweet, any anything, yeah. You can go when you type in. You can go at the bottom. It's it gives you an option on who can reply on your right. tweet. It says it says the default is everyone can reply. So under that, you will you will click on that, and you will put only the people that you want yeah. to reply to that tweet. Right. And, and like I said, only people you mention is what you want to hit here. Yes. Okay? That will allow me or Robbie to answer. Because, honestly, we might need – it hasn't happened yet, but there might be a question where we need some clarification. Like, what exactly are you trying to ask us here? Right. But the rest of the people won't be able to do it. So do that going forward, and I think that will clear us up. And the reason I do this is very simple, guys. And I and people are like, "Why is it such a big deal?" I mean, it's just a train wreck to try to get through this and try to figure out, you know, where the questions are. When I'm trying to look through all of my Twitter mentions, and it's just there. So it's got to be this way. This, this is the way we're going to do it. We're going to clear it up. I, I have complete and total confidence in you guys as the listeners to get it figured out. There you go. So there we go. This week, that being said, I thought there was a great improvement. There was a great improvement. Um, it, the people that answered the questions, I think, maybe truly just didn't know, I guess. Now, I last week, I think we had some, uh, we some ha- mischief. We have some people last week and, and weeks prior that just they just want to cause chaos right. and be jerks. Yeah. This week, not as bad. So we'll see if we can get through it. All right, guys. We start with... Sports P. Rowe, who asks, what are your thoughts on the Texas special teams coach, Monkey City? Well, we gave those thoughts on yesterday's show. Her trying to tweet through it, and by her, of course, I'm referring to the legendary pole assassin. Uh, her trying to tweet through it. We saw a video of the backyard. Um, they, so they had some kind of haunted house? Yeah. Okay. And they basically... Let's go to the haunted house at the stripper's house, Dad. Well, I, here's what and somebody made that point. I think what's going on here is let's go to the haunted house at the football coach's house, and she's just she's, uh, they, she's, she's, she's just shacking there, up. and nobody knows. Okay, so I, I think that's the issue. But a somebody made it, I think it was Dan Wetzel who said I, I, there's a I would have paid a large amount of money to see Steve Sarkeesian's phone last night. <laughs> I mean what, and then. 
let us not forget that Jeff Banks came to Texas from Alabama. Oh. Can you imagine Banks having to go into Saban's office and explain this situation to him? A pole assassin? <laughs> what? What? You live with a stripper? So... <laughs> Oh my gosh! Just the people that the people that uh, Nick Saban's had to put up with—it's incredible. The guys that have come through there, Lane Kiffin, yeah. followed by Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah. You Butch know, Jones. Butch Jones had to clean his car. Yeah. To get on the re- rehabilitation. Now he's got Bill O'Brien. It's just. Did you see Clay Helton's now been hired by Georgia Southern? Was he, was he hired? I saw he was well, leading candidate. He's he's, he's on the way. Hired. That's Jared Banco. You know, yeah. there's the AD there. Well, I mean, as big name coaches go, but I mean, if you can't, that's win a it, great hire for them. But if you can't win at USC, but the, he's not going to face the the pressure. Yeah, of the but competition. I kind of think you can't win anywhere. It's sort of like Will Muschamp. I wouldn't hire Will Muschamp either. Possibly, possibly. We'll see. We'll see. But the, I think for them, what the oh, heck? From a, from a, a get some juice yeah. perspective, it's fantastic. Winston Kimmel wants to know. My fiance is an Alabama grad, and she refuses to admit that Alabama gets preferential treatment from the refs. How should I? Can I show her the truth, or should I just drop? It? Well, you should never drop the truth, in my opinion. I have an idea of how we can make her understand. All right, Winston, you need to hold the phone or hold your whatever you're listening to, or if you're in the car, turn it up so that your your fiance can hear me when I say this. Alabama gets preferential treatment. Watch the games. It's been going on for decades. Who do you think you are? How do you not see it? It happens literally every game. Stop being so obtuse. <laughs> I hope that worked. I think that takes care of it. All right, good. Nick Dewitt Jr. wants to know. Uh, where does I get the junior from? Nick Dewitt. Where did I get? That? I just made up a junior. <laughs> There's a lot of juniors out there these I days. I literally just in the pulled thirds. that out of uh, thin air. What happens first, Dan to the NFL or Urban to college football? Um, Dan to the NFL, I think. I don't know if Urban's going to make his way back. Uh, Ooh, okay. I think after this, uh, uh, I just call it a career. Yeah, I mean, how many times you're going to have, um, you know, health-related issues and bounce around like that? I just don't. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think Dan to the NFL is happening in the next few months. I'm starting to believe that. Because he's got to get out of Florida. He's got to get out. Yeah, th- this is... Did you see today that Norvell got a recruiting question? Oh, uh, What was his response? Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but it was a perfectly acceptable l- recruiting is the lifeblood of our program and prospects are excited to come to us, see us. Well, because he's a good recruiter. Exactly. He knows how it works. David Hamilton wants to know. All the hype around the basketball team. When was the last time the hump was sold out for a men's basketball game? I mean, sold out, not a ticket uh, to be had. It's been a I mean, long, long time. Maybe, maybe probably late. Ray. I would say maybe Kentucky in 2012. Yeah, when when Arnett Anthony Moultrie. Davis. That, yeah, that team. Yeah, that that, that that might be the last time. That might be the last time there was literally like no tickets available. Yeah, I mean there I have mean, been some uh, big crowds between. Other now than and that, yeah. I mean it, it would have to be 2010 Kentucky. Yeah, that, that was 2010, right? 2010 yeah, with Wall and Demarcus yeah. Cousins. Yeah, um, I was at both of those games, mm-hmm. and it was slam packed. Mm-hmm. So that I mean that that's my. That's that's my games, and yeah. I think I, I don't think it's ever happened under Ben Howland. I know it never happened to Rick no, Ray. No. Do you think we'll have a sellout this year? 
I would say that if State can handle its business in the non-conference and they're ranked when they play Ole Miss early in the season, they have an opportunity. I think that's possible. So, Nick Dewitt also wants to know, what do you think the job interview process is like for a monkey? It's probably pretty bananas, huh? Oh, goodness gracious. Hope they don't go ape about it. Oh, oh! I just can't stop. What a dad you are! I, I am. I am a dad. Jared Bean asked the question that's tearing up Gene's page. What are your thoughts on switching back to the interlocking MSU logo? Oh, now, my brothers in the end zone eleven will be sad to hear this. I am not the hater of the banner that some of them are. I've just, but I think part of that is I've just gotten used to it through the years. I I'm kind of just. I don't really care as much. I mean, I don't have the same amount of passion for this as I do other. other I think there are cooler logos yes. at Mississippi State. I just don't. Uh, I mean, there's a po- there's a new thread on our board every day about it. Yeah. I uh, here's here's the focus. I, I I want the end zone eleven to listen to me here. Mm-hmm. I you guys I'm, feel like yeah you have all this power. Feels can good. we get can we get Richard Schwartz out? We, we will put that on the agenda. You're in the end zone 11? I'm Brother Haydad. What are you talking about? You don't agree with the interlocking MSU? Hey, we are not. We don't have to agree on everything. Right? I just think we, we agree on one overriding principle. We want Mississippi State to be the best it can be in all aspects. Okay, so I need more attention on Richard Schwartz. We will work on We'll put it on the agenda, Brother Falk. All Thank right. you. Are you now a member? No, I'm not. Okay. We're going to get you in, though. We have, well, we, we can't have we have the, rib night. Oh, do we? Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> now he's interested. You know. All right. You have my attention now. So, shout out to my my brothers in the end zone eleven. Uh, dog on the Bayou. What is the single season home run record for the baseball team? Any chance that record gets broken this season with our returning lineup? Well, did they set the record last year? I don't think they did. I, it's got to be one of the uh, mid nineties Richard Lee Pyatt Freeman teams, right? Home runs. Yeah. That's what I would think. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I guess I should know that because I spend so much time in the media <laughs> guide. It's going to be either that or like you know the eighties, eighty five, yeah, around that time. Merrill Clark, I'm t- yeah, it's going to be in that. It's, era. it's probably going to be you know Richard Lee. And I don't guys. know if they can break it, but I know that they're going to hit a lot of home runs this year. I got I got to know what the number is. Have you seen that video? I have seen that video. Okay, I have seen that video. Uh, the video he is referring to is one of Pole Assassin. <laughs> How much would we pay to find out that Todger Strunk had attended a Pole Assassin show? I don't know. All right, Justin Strawn, who had to deal with an interloper, but he, he did a good job. <laughs> Are there a lot of homeless Kentucky fans after so many said they were going to bet the house when the line for last week's game was announced? That's going to be tough. Living in the caves up there, in the uh, the Appalachian Mountains. I don't understand the confidence that Kentucky and Arkansas weird. fans have. It's really weird. It is really weird. I mean, I I don't think that Mississippi State is just this far superior program to either one of those teams. I'm not I'm not going to say that, but like the confidence that these that these two programs have in beating Mississippi State is strange. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. State is. Like six, I mean, like fourteen and six or something, or fifteen and six against these teams mm-hmm. in the last decade mm-hmm. or something. I, I mean, what am I missing? I don't know. 
State outrushed Kentucky on Saturday. Are either of you willing to say they will win every game if they outrush their opponent? I am. If, every? If this offense outrushes an opponent, it means that you held that opponent to well under 75 yards rushing. Yes. So unless they are just killing it in the passing game, you probably beat them. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say yes. I'd say yes. Um, why are evil children so much scarier than evil adults in movies and TV shows? Because there are evil adults, is my answer to this. There are adults who are just evil people. But children, by and large, are innocents. I think that, um, you know, Stephen King really put a good spin on this. Yes. Uh, whenever he did, you know, Children of the Corn and Firestarter mm-hmm. and um, even Carrie mm-hmm. to a degree, because I think he was kind of afraid of children, yeah. like children being evil. Yeah. Uh, a lot of what you saw Stephen King put out there mm-hmm. in his books were things that scared him. Yeah. You know, the the dog, the the possessed dog, yeah. Cujo, the you know the uh, the children of the corn, the clown, and yeah. it, uh, things like that. I mean, so. I think that he kind of channeled into that. There is something to that, I believe. Yeah, I agree. The omen. I mean, yeah. that's not him, but, but yeah. the e- same evil, concept. Usually when, like, evil p- adults, you just assume that they're crazy, right? Yeah. Evil children are usually possessed by the devil in movies. Yes. And it, the devil is like the, the exorcist. Yeah, the devil is the scariest thing ever, in my opinion. Last one from Justin. I was really excited to see Eternals, but now I've heard a lot of negative things. My expectations have been lowered. Well, the lowering of my expectations actually actually make me like it more now that I don't have high expectations for the film. Hashtag expectations. So I love Marvel, but what is, what is the concept behind this? I, I, I haven't know, really looked into it. I don't know the it. story of the Eternals. Okay. But here's what I say. It has something it. to do with after the Avengers? Yeah, but they were before the Avengers, too. So they, they've come to kind of like take gods, their place. I think. Okay. Here's, uh, what, here's what I always say about movies. If you want to go see it, go see it. Don't let other people... Determine your enjoyment of a movie. I'm the same way. Right? Like, not everybody's going to, not, you know, I've seen a lot of people say some negative things about Many Saints. Yeah. And you and I and Sock loved it because we were big fans of nostalgia. Yeah. So not everybody's going to have the same opinion as you. Like, I didn't like Batman versus Superman. Now, I love Batman movies. And I didn't hate it as much. I didn't like it. But I read all the the stuff and I was like, okay. But I, I, I went in with the open mind and I watched the movie and then I still didn't like it. So it's it's pretty simple for me. Andrew Noble, what would be your go-to for a non-traditional Thanksgiving dinner? Fish fry, shrimp boil. A, a Thanksgiving fish fry sounds fantastic. I would love that. That sounds like a great yep, idea. I would love that. Yeah, so that's our choice, Andrew. Good job. But, you know, like a shrimp bowl would not be bad either. Oh, it wouldn't be bad, but I think a fish fry But I would take fried fish over, yeah. over, over shrimp bowl. Over shrimp, yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Good Okay. Okay. So Tim Watley, a man who only became a dentist for the jokes, says he wants us to do an all-time team. One offensive position, one defensive position. But he referred to it as Mississippi University. So we're not going to answer that one. I mean, what are you doing? Mississippi University? Come on, man. What happened? I don't know. I don't know what happened there, Tim. You messed up. You messed up bad. All right. Uh... Oh my gosh, there's a lot of stuff in here that's like hidden from me. It's hidden oh, from me. Yeah, it's like, give me that show more. Oh, I did not realize all these questions were here. Oh no. 
Okay, here we go. Uh, TR asks, which MSU assistant coach is most likely to have a pet monkey? From football? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you think it's Foxhall, just go ahead and say it. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to say Zach Arnett. Arnett seems living on the West Coast. Steve Spurrier Jr. Spurrier was my second choice. Yeah. Those seem like the guy. He's guys. kind of a quirky guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, I could see Zach Arnett just like walking around with a monkey on his shoulder, yeah. like eat, eat the cracker monkey. Yeah. You know, things like that. And then he tells him, you did a poor job eating that cracker. Yeah. That's not how we eat That's crackers. not correct. Yeah. It's not the correct way. Yeah. Cameron Worm does 11 a.m. kickoff. Big Worm? Big Worm. Does an 11 a.m. kickoff benefit the home or the away team more? I believe the home team. But a fan, a friend pointed out that a fan attendance is usually not great for early games. I think I think your friend is right. I think it's the away team. I think the away team benefits because the, the atmosphere isn't as intimidating. Some of MSU's great upsets have come at 11 a.m. on the road. You'd much rather play Auburn or LSU. I would much rather play Auburn on the road at 11 a.m. I would too. Yeah, I agree. Because that, I mean, it's tough to beat them at at their mm-hmm. place at night, especially. Mm-hmm. Luke Nichols asked a question we've seen a lot. Uh, is one of the reasons the O-line block is blocking better due to them cutting down the splits from three feet? I know Leach has said that he, that he didn't, but if you watch the game tape, the splits are clearly close. It looks tighter. It looks tighter. Mason Miller said the same thing, that it's not. but There's no way. I It, it looks tighter to me, and I've told you before, I trust Cole Kubelik, who's watching the film, yeah, who played football same. in the SEC. I mean, I, I'm not saying that, you know, I I don't think that these, these coaches are purposely lying or anything like that, but... I'd, it looks different, um, but you know, I'm I'm not an offensive line genius or anything like that. So yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see here. Thank you for agreeing that I'm not a genius. No, I agree with what we're saying about the splits. I, I you have some I don't know where moments. I don't know where you are. Uh, I'm on, just on in the here, questions. Man. Just, just, uh, just, you, just, you've, I don't. You've passed a lot of questions. There's there's no way you have uh, because I you know there's there, it's not possible. Uh, Looking at the, the the times on these, I I, I know. Where, that what, what times are you on? I'm in the 13 hours ago range. Okay, I'm in the 14s, and you haven't done these. But what haven't I done? It, it's okay. I mean, give me an example. Give me a, somebody who asked a question. Uh, Jason Luckett. I don't have Josh a question Patrick. From Jason I don't have a question from Josh Patrick. Ryan you, Wade. Are any of these passed. people have private accounts that I can't see? No. They may just be. May just be out there in the ether. Then I'll check them for mutes later. Oh, you've muted these. people. I don't know. I don't know. Let me let me look. Let's look at Jason Luckett. What's his Twitter handle? Uh, th- just go on. Just this, go this on. Is bad. This is bad radio right now. I mean, I'm just trying to help, Robbie. You're the one who brought it up. I, I don't want these people to get upset that their questions didn't get answered. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Jeremy Brown asks, "How did Robbie almost get Dan Mullen on probation?" Time for you to tell that story, Robbie. Oh gosh. I'm going to leave out some things. Okay. Um, So we have football camps that we cover every year. I don't cover as many of them now because we've merged with Scout, and um, we have so many people covering them, I just don't need to. But I would help Paul Jones cover these camps, and we would go every day. They'd have have a camp every day for like 10 days. Mm -hmm. And so every day we show up, everybody signs in, wait around, and then they start stretching and all that stuff. While we're waiting for sign-ups, all the players and the parents are told they can go stand out on the balcony at the Silk Building and wait and watch the team and all that stuff. So I go out there. This is when Vine was popular. And Mississippi State is – the players are out there. This is like 2014, I think, or 15-1. 
the players are out there going through workouts during the summer. So I do a quick, like, pano Mm -hmm. of the field, like an eight-second video, Mm -hmm. like, hey, the Mississippi State's working out. (coughs) I get chased down by Lee Davis Mm -hmm. telling me to delete my video. I have to delete the video. You all know who that is. We're not going to go there. So I have to delete the video. Dan Mullen is very angry that I videoed this. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I don't understand that, but I'll do that. It's not worth, you know, being, uh, you know, just belligerent about it. Right. So delete it, go about my business. About an hour later, I get told, oh, good news, Dan's going to allow you to stay. He's going to let you stay at camp. And I was like, what? I was going to be dismissed from camp for just filming that? So I walk into the seal to go to the next stage of the camp, which we did testing, and then we go to the camp mm-hmm. to workouts. And Dan is sitting in there, like, with his leg crossed, like, drinking something, and just looks at me and just, like, dog cusses me out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Dan, I, I don't know what you're upset about. I didn't do anything wrong. And he says, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to fly to Indianapolis today and talk to the incident of play because of what you did. Today. I, and I'm probably going to be suspended for two games. And uh, it turns out, if this was going into the 16th season, it turns out maybe he should have been suspended for the South Alabama game. Yeah. That might have been a good time to be suspended. <laughs> but anyway, moral of the story is I, I don't understand what I did wrong. I still don't either. And I, I got yelled at by SIDs, by administration, everybody, and I, I just don't understand what I did uh, wrong. Yeah. So, but apparently they told me I committed some kind of incident away. Did they infraction. ever exactly tell you detailed? No. This is what the violation is. They did not. Okay. So that's just. I had an idea of what it was and it had nothing to do with me. And I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to incriminate anyone. All right. That's fine. But it involved you freeze. Yes. Jeremy Brown also wants to know Mississippi State just got a, com- a commitment from a both handed pitcher. Are either of you. A- extraordinarily ambidextrous at any activity. I can sit on either side of the couch and fall asleep. So, I'm Right, gonna, left, middle, it doesn't matter. I'm just not going to talk about um, ambidextrousness. Yeah. Okay. I have a few thoughts. I would like to point out, we have a question a little later. Uh, when you have a both-handed pitcher, they have to declare before each bat, at bat, here's, how they're throwing the ball. Here's my question, because I've never covered anybody with this. Yeah. Could he throw 50 pitches from the right side and 50 from the left, or even like 80 pitches from the right? Yes, but he can't change mid at bat. So he can throw a complete game Mm -hmm. if he wants to by throwing 80 pitches from Mm -hmm. the right side and then 40 or whatever. As long as he doesn't change in 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 at bat, I think he's okay. I mean, this this could be the great one of the greatest pitching signings of all time. Ninety six, though, I'll be surprised if he ends up here. A guy that can throw with both. Arms. Yeah, it's something. And he's throwing 96 with his right, and he's throwing high 80s with his left. Which means that in college, you could probably get him into the 90s. I mean, somebody's going to take a chance on him in the first round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no, yeah, there's no there's doubt no in my mind. So. But at least you got a guy. You got him on there, yeah. Just in case. Just in case. Uh, the 901 Stark dog, with a win like that, should the dogs wear the M over S again? I was of the uh, – I like the M over S. And, I, again, I have to go against my brothers here, but – I think it was just good as a one-time deal. Yeah, I, I'm good with moving on from that. I thought that, I thought it was cool for that instance, but I, I just I'm I'm not a I, I'm one of those guys that I just I kind of want to keep it where it is. There, there's other things that you can do in Mississippi State's logos that doesn't involve 
the uh, M over S, I think. I agree. Uh, our next question comes from Colton Peterman, who says, My wife and I are expecting our first child, and of course everyone is telling her things to get her help with the pregnancy, once the baby is here, etc. But I want to know the one item you dads couldn't live without that made your life easier early on with y'all's kids. Diaper genie. Yeah, that's one of them. Um, mine is a, um, which this depends on whether or not your wife is nursing or if you're using formula. Mm-hmm. But we used formula. Mm-hmm. And I had something that was like a Keurig for formula. Oh, nice. And so. That's something new. I didn't Immediately, have your milk is warm. We just, don't, had, we just had the bottle warmer. Yeah, you don't have to put it in a bottle warmer. You don't have to put it. You know, you don't have to heat it up or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to sit it out in the sink, anything it like that. It comes out hot. It comes out warm. That's good. Immediately. That's good. I like uh, that. That was the thing I could not live without. Because, yeah. I mean, you wake up at midnight, Go. you have the bottle already sitting there under the thing uh-huh. waiting to be poured. Yeah. You press a button. It's full. Put it up. You're good to go. Yes. That's a great invention, yeah. It was a great invention. And I got it. Someone gave it to me for free. Very nice. Sheldon Nation says, over the weekend we had NFL, college football, MLB, MEA, NHL, EPL, MLS, PGA, and NASCAR in all in action. Is October the best month for sports fans? If not, when is? October is the best month for sports fans. I watched two of those things. I watched uh, one, two, three, four. I watched four of them. I watched a little Congratulations. So The so, NFL is one of the best products out there right now. It's so good. Every, I mean, every game is good. Almost every game is good. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, I love, like, and I, I've gotten way more invested in it now because um, I do, I have three different fantasy football leagues I'm in, but it's, I, I can turn on a game and it can be Thursday night football and be a great ball game. Yeah. Now, I did not watch the game in, the, the game in London with the Falcons and yeah, Jets or whoever that, who was it? Falcons and Jaguars, Jets. Jaguars, wasn't it? It's Falcons. Oh, it was Jets. Jets. It was Jets. Yeah, that might have been the worst game possible. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Okay, we need these other teams to play over in the states. Who can we send over there?" Yeah. Uh, okay, Falcons and Jets, Dolphins, Jaguars. Jaguars yeah. Let's go. I can't wait to the four ask. worst teams in football. Pretty yeah. much. Can't wait to ask this question from Steve Vinson, who says, "Given what we know about it so far, and you have to admit it's quite a substantial amount. What do you think about it, and when will it really end? Will there ever be another?" Yes. I think the answer to all those questions is yes. I mean, I have no idea. What is he talking about? Steve, did you see the post on our board today where the guy you got just grandpa? Yeah. Well, what What is that? It's like his grandpa's from Laurel. Well, mine's from Vicksburg, so I don't know. Both of my grandfathers, Vicksburg, uh, born and raised. <clears throat> uh, dear old state, we finally saw an effective running game from the air raid offense. You would think that if you pass the ball 50 times a game, State could catch the defense off balance and break some nice runs, but that really hadn't happened prior to Saturday. What changed? I think Kentucky, with the way they were, what they were doing defensively, mm-hmm. gave State opportunities. Well, this whole the whole thing about the running game the other day was Will Rogers just saw that there was openings there for the for the offense to eat up six or seven yards on first down or second down or something like that. If a defense is going to show you those looks and you feel comfortable in your offensive line pushing three guys out of the way, which they did not last year, then it'd be silly not to to run the ball. And I think you're going to see that more and more. Teams are going to have to run some man against Mississippi State or put four men in the uh, on the line or some more guys in the box. They're not going to, teams teams no longer can do the drop eight. I mean, I know a lot of people thought that was just going to be kryptonite for Mike Leach, 
But this offense is fully capable of beating a zone defense, a drop eight defense. Yeah, right. And they showed it on Saturday against a good defense. Uh, Richard Harbison has a question. Outside of Will Rogers, who is the most important player for State this year? It's Charles Cross, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, probably so. That offensive line's been significantly better, and yeah. it's, he's been the big reason for it. I, I mean, he's having an incredible year. You're not, you hardly ever see him if you're just watching the game, which means you're doing a pretty good job if you're an offensive lineman. Agree. Uh, Joby Miller, is it just me or is the quality of officiating across all sports declined significantly over the past few years? I think Richard made a good point about this on Sports Talk Mississippi. You know, the average age of an official is still the same as it was 30 years ago, right? These are all 40, 50, 60-year-old guys, right? But the quality of the athlete and the speed of the game has increased so much. Yeah. It's tough to it's tough to make a call. Yeah, it's just tough. And so you just sort of you make your call and you hope replay bails you out most of the time. I just, you know, I've gotten more and more to the point where I'm just kind of like you know, I don't envy these guys at all. I mean, I don't, you but think they, about but it. They choose to do, take these jobs. They do. But you think about it, I'm like, who wants to do this? You get no recognition. Nobody. If you're doing your job, then well, you you're supposed to, to be doing for it. Though. But I mean, you still are getting criticized constantly. You don't. I mean, have, it's not. But if you're not on social media, you don't. You don't hear it. It's like. But I'm thinking about these high school coaches. I mean, high school referees too. That's oh, why yeah. they, they can't find anybody to do these games. They're having to do games on Thursday and Friday because nobody wants to do this job. It doesn't pay extremely well mm-hmm. in high school in Mississippi. You're right. You're getting constantly just badgered by fans. Um, so, I mean, I don't envy these guys, but, yeah, at the same time, we need somebody needs to answer for some egregious mistakes that, that they make. You couldn't do that in any other job. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, let's see here, moving forward. Caleb Smith. But that first question, it's just too long. It's also not a question. Uh, what is the first thing that gets said after a team? Why is the first thing that gets said after a team losing to a Mississippi school? At least we don't live in Mississippi. I mostly hear this from Arkansas fans. They act like Arkansas is heaven on earth. This is just what people. You just look for something to say to make yourself feel better. Yeah, I mean it's like Vanderbilt people. Um, you know, win or lose, at least we didn't go to Mississippi State. I mean, it's just everybody's got something that you can that you can call up. And, and criticize. I mean, I can do that about any place in the SEC. And just about, you know, anybody is a hillbilly in the SEC. At, right. I mean, it's outside of Florida and Texas. Those are yeah. different kinds of rednecks there. Right. So they wear uh, jorts. Yeah, exactly. Um, where are we here? All right. Carson Clark, after seeing how Cole Smith, Cole Smith played on Saturday, should he permanently take over for Dollar Bill's job? I mean, there should just be competition. Simple as that. Yes. Well, there you go. We've said it. He, I mean, I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think Dollar Bill has done enough to to warrant just Cole Smith not playing at all. Right. And I kind of like the energy that Cole Smith brings, too. I mean, it wouldn't bother me if he takes over there at right guard. Right, no, no. No, me either. All right. Uh, where are we here? Gil Manclang. Pick two, leave one, Robbie. Here we go. Pulled pork, chopped pork, sliced pork. Uh, that is literally all the same thing. There, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess chopped. No, I'd probably go pulled pork. Yeah, it's 
I, I, I'm probably leaving pulled pork. I'm going to go sliced. You know, I don't want a sliced pork sandwich. I'm okay with but, it. But regardless. Hey Arnold, Rocket Power, and Rugrats. I didn't watch any Rocket of these. Power. Okay, about to say, Rocket Power. This is out of my, uh, my age. Double Mint, Big Red, Juicy Fruit. Uh, big Red. Big Red. My dad loves Big Red. I have an aversion to My dad is the only person that I've ever seen eating Big Red gum. I have an aversion to that artificial cinnamon flavor because I got really drunk on Goldschlager one time. Well, there you go. Yeah. Snow, sleet, hail. Hail will hurt. Hail. You. Yeah. yeah. Hail is the one. Jimi Hendrix, Otis Redding, Kurt Cobain. Very different guys here, by the way. Uh, I can live without Otis Redding. Yeah, Otis Redding. I mean, the only thing I know by him is sitting it's at the, the dock, dock of the bay. bay and yeah. I think that's it. So. All right, Caleb Glover. Robbie, you were going to rank wrestlers. The Annoyi family, the Samoans. Yep. The Hearts, the Rhodes, the Guerreros, the McMahons. Dead last, McMahons. McMahons are last. Um, I think I'm going to go Rhodes first. Okay. Just because of the hierarchy of Dust, Dusty. And then okay. Dustin, Dustin was great. Great great career. Cody is has had a solid career, but he's at the head of this company that's changing wrestling. Right. So, by virtue of the fact that you have three guys that have done some special things right there, those guys, I think, have to be up there. Okay. Um, But I'm probably going to go with the Samoans. You got to go Samoans up there, too. Okay. The Rock, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. Usos have been tag champs. Yeah. Rikishi I mean, was big. Well, I mean, even going further back. Wild Samoans. You know, the Wild Samoans, the Samoan SWAT team. Uh, I mean, the, the sheer... Chief Peter Maivia, you know. I mean, technically, isn't... Um, isn't Jimmy Supervised Snooker in that family? I mean, I think kind of. I wouldn't claim him at this point, though. Well, WWE still talks about him. I know, I know. Um, okay, I mean... <sighs> I'm going to go with them first. Rhodes... Hearts, Guerreros, McMahons. Very good. I can live with that. You know what? Notable omission, the Von Ericks. Yeah. They should have been in here. Yeah. Hey, Dad's handpick hankering lemon meringue versus key lime. I don't like either one of those. I, I'm I not a lemon. I'm not, I'm not a citrusy pie yeah, kind of I'm guy. not either. So if I had to pick, I'd go key lime, but I don't really like one. What sport do you have a limited knowledge of but love watching? Mine are curling and Aussie rules football. I don't know a lot about golf. I understand. I like, don't either. I don't know the rules of it, but I like to watch. I like to put it on when I want to nap on Sundays. Yeah. Have Jim Nance in the background. Mm-hmm. And he steps up to the par four here. Yeah, that's, that's a nice I want to hear a British guy. I want to hear, you know, Sir Peter Alice. Oh, that's a lovely, lovely strike there. <laughs> Within two feet of the cup. Uh, Richard Pittman asked... I was at the UK game and there were some rumblings. See what I, see, this is why we can't use the hashtags. See uh, about UK sim, about Kentucky simulating the QB snap signal. Someone pointed out that the team was going on a hand clap, not voice, and they did not see UK clapping signals. What is the truth? Well, Leach and uh, Sharp both said that they were doing the clap, right? Oh come on, really? I didn't say they have it. I just said they were doing it. I never heard the exact what they were doing. I, nobody ever said, but all, all they said was they were simulating their snap, yeah, cadence or or clap or I don't know. But um, yeah, 
whatever it was, it was it, it was, was quite it was it was quite easily read by Mississippi State. Yeah. Scotty Nabs wants opinions from us on Doug Novak and our dealings with him. I have had no dealings with him, so I will defer to Robbie Falk. You know, he's a very – he seems to be like a very, like, by-the-book, X's and O's kind of coach. I can tell he really knows what he's talking about from a schematic uh, standpoint. He knows his basketball. Um, you know, I, I think he can be able to scheme up some things for this team. My question would be, if he's the answer moving forward, what is his – how does he recruit and, th- and things like that? You know, I mean yeah. – well, we'll talk about. I don't that. know. We'll I, I think recruiting. he would be. I would be. I think he would be a great um, assistant coach with the role that he was brought in for mm-hmm. from from Nikki. I think he would be fantastic in that role. We'll talk about recruiting in recruiting season. That's right. I'm sorry. Uh, the Mangum Cafe asks, "Why did some of the student section cheer, and why did they fire the cannon when we missed the field goal?" The student section probably cheered because it was very close, and they might have just thought it snuck through. The guy firing the cannon, though, wait for the signal, boss. Yeah, that was... This goes back to what we were talking about the other day about game day management and things like that. It's poor. He also wants me to rant again on the ring ceremony, but I I don't have that one in me again. Um, Dog on the Bayou asks, can you imagine having a significant other with the name Pole Assassin? The answer to this question is very easy, Robbie. No. No, I could not imagine that. I think I'm. I think I've had enough of the pole assassin. Oh goodness! Come on now. This is a question in here. Uh, Tristan Howard. Since a bowl is pretty much locked up, who would be your preferred bowl opponent at this season? Who's the worst team that can get into a bowl? You want to win? Yeah, I, I don't care about the matchups. Yeah. Other than I, I just the think Mississippi is, State needs to win. Mississippi State location. needs to win the game. It's yes, lo- and location. You care about the location. That's right. How high would y'all rank the New Day among the greatest wrestling stables? Top five. Definitely top five. Yeah. Let's see here. Bright, why is Joni Taylor's name not coming up more for the women's basketball coaching search with her ties to the state? Would she be a good fit? Buddy, whose name is coming up? There are no names coming up. Uh, it's you know, it's jo- November. <clears throat> well, Joni Taylor would be at the top of my list. Oh, she's, yeah. She's actually she's on my uh, that initial board that I put up. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that she's coming here. Mm-hmm. No, I just, I mean, I don't yeah. know why you would go from Georgia to Mississippi State. Unless um, there was like a big raise involved, which I don't think that's going to be the case. Plus, she's recruiting really well there now, yeah. probably as best she's recruited. So, I mean, I think she's probably staying there. But I think you do call her and see if she's interested. Yeah. Uh, Andy Lossick asks, rank these hometown songs by personal appeal. Which one makes you think of most of Starkville? Big in a Small Town by Jimmy Allen. I've never heard that song. Small Town by John Mellencamp or My Hometown by Bruce Springsteen. Small Town by John Mellencamp is my answer here. Okay. That reminds me the most of Starville. Let's go with that. We're going to go with that. Okay. I didn't know if you had anything to say. No. John asks, if Brian Haydad woke up from a sirloin-induced coma, uh 100 years from now, and his attending nurse told him State had won three national championships since his last dinner, were any of them football? No. 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 Simple as that, no. They'd probably all be in baseball, to be honest with you. Yes. P.K. Thomas, did y'all know that all the touchdowns that were scored in this game the past Saturday were in the south end zone? It didn't occur to me until right now, but you're right. That's a good point. Yeah, very good. Uh, In honor of the upcoming game with the Razorbacks, what is your favorite item to cook that comes from the pig? 
Last month was National Pork Month. We just finished that up. Um, bacon. Yeah, bacon or sausage. Bacon is just my answer. So, all right. Speaking of uh, you know, Pork Month. See, the pig gets a month, but in my opinion, the cow deserves a year. And that's what we're going to say thank you to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that 15,000 farmers in this state are beef producers. So it's not just about cotton and soybeans here in Mississippi. We have a lot of beef in in our agriculture business, almost a half billion dollars a year. So next time you're in the grocery store, head over to to the meat counter, grab yourself a steak, a roast, or whatever cut you want to get. There's so many different cuts of meat, and they make... Different, uh, they, they're great for different dinners, different lunches, and any meal plan can fit beef into it. Whether you're looking for great taste or great nutrition, beef has got you covered. So check out the website msbeef.org. Great recipes there, plus a lot of other information about beef and beef production here in our state. And you can find out whatever you're looking for when it comes to the, the noble animal that is the cow. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Plenty of beef on the menu there as well. And uh, along with many, many other things. So, next time you're in Starkville, I mean, you just got to make a stop at Two Brothers, don't you? If you haven't, well, you're missing out. And I, I, I don't know anybody. Do you know anybody who's like, oh, yeah, I'm a big Mississippi State fan. Oh, do you like to eat at Two Brothers? No. Do you know anybody I haven't like heard that? A single I've person. never heard anybody say that ever. So, let's keep that going. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That's what we're talking about every time we every time we want to go to lunch. Two Brothers, that's one of the places that's on the list. Advantage Business Systems has it really simple for you. A two-way plan to take care of your business. They've got you taken care of with an incredible selection of products and services from a technological standpoint, everything that your business is going to need. And then they back up every sale they make with incredible customer service, the kind you would expect doing business with your next-door neighbor. That's what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are your next-door neighbors, and they are always looking to help you out. Call them today and find out what they can do for you. That number is 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. All right, let's jump back in here with Taylor Ball. Which borderline draft guys do you think come back next year? Guys like Crumity, Brule, Polk, all Brule. of them. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's going to be a lot of 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 attrition. I can see Heath leaving. Yeah, he's a senior. Of, I mean, I don't have an issue. I know he has another year, but yeah, I, he is a senior. Um, I'm trying to think of other borderline. Emerson and Cross are gone. Yeah, Green a, is, Green is gone. You think so? Yeah, I mean, he's a senior. He'll probably try to go ahead and move on. He's not a senior, is he? He's got two more years. Is he? I think he's a junior. Okay. I thought he was a senior. If only there was a device. There is a device. But by and large, I think we we feel a lot of this team is going to come back next year. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that, um, like I said, I don't don't think Charles Cross and Emerson are are coming back. But everybody else is is up for grabs there. He is a senior. You're correct. Okay. But he could have another year if he wanted Right, right, right. Uh, one more from Taylor. What game is more likely for MSU to win, Ole Miss or Auburn? It's Ole Miss. Yeah. It's at home. Auburn's a better team. Yeah. Uh, the bearded man with a fish. Really? That's what, that's what we're going with? Okay, sure. Yeah. Th- this guy's one of my favorite guys now. Okay, okay. Well, look at this picture with these fishies. I just like so, yeah. I just like the, the the fact that he's just calling himself the bearded man with a hey, fish. He's telling I mean, you so what simple. he is. I mean, you know, I mean... You just you just describe your picture and that's it. I mean, I like it. 
Now that Halloween is over, I'd like to know something. What's the appropriate first day to put out Christmas decorations in the yard? What do you say? I usually do the, either Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving. That is my opinion correct. Um, the day after Thanksgiving is I, I think I think thanks. Now, I love Christmas more than anybody, mm-hmm. and I almost want to put my Christmas more stuff out anybody? now. Yes. Okay. Maybe not. Um, I love it almost as much as anyone. And I almost want to put my Christmas tre- Christmas decorations out now, but we, I, I feel like we're starting to stomp on Thanksgiving a little bit. We are. Thanksgiving deserves its proper place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all enjoy the Thanksgiving meal, so let's give Thanksgiving its its proper acknowledgement. Um, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, all that stuff, and then we switch, we flip the switch over to christmas full bore um, i agree Agreed and that's that's usually how we that's usually how we do it at our house yeah and what about listening to christmas music same day after thanksgiving any and all christmas music is totally acceptable uh, let's see here martin smith uh, i'm sorry martin we already answered your question you wanted to know about the the mullen thing ryan strickland wants us to rank these big man wrestlers vader yokozuna mark henry umaga and the big boss man Yoko's number one for me. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm gonna go Yoko, Mark Henry. Really? Yeah. Fader. Yeah. Well, Mark Henry. I think we've had this before, and and my thinking is Mark Henry's been the world champion. Yeah. On top of that, he had such a long tenure. He did. All right. So Mark Henry. So I'm gonna go Yoko, Mark Henry, Vader, Big Boss Man, Umaga. I live with that. We didn't see Umaga long enough. No, I agree. Uh, the Rumblings Bully. My wife and I recently got a cat. She was online shopping on the web last night and came across the shirt with the phrase Cat Daddy on it and wanted to buy it for me. She does not know there's another meaning for this phrase and wants to buy it. Do I let it happen or do I stop her? Oh, you, you got to let it happen. There's only one way to learn things like that, and that's the hard way. So is he going to wear it around? I would. I would wear it and, and have people make fun of it, and then you just sort of go from there. Okay. So... Uh, where are we here? Jay in Baltimore Jay with in a Baltimore. question that's not baseball related. But he worked related. baseball into this question. I don't understand why, but okay. You cook a delicious lasagna for the Friday night SEC baseball opener against Georgia in March <laughs> and refrigerate the leftovers. How many days do you refuse to eat and toss in the trash? Um, I would say that you can lasagna leftovers are probably good for two days. Now, you can freeze lasagna, and it's good for a while. But if you're just talking about it's just going to be in the fridge, two days, it's got to go. Yeah, that's that's a lot of things with meat in it. I mean, yeah. it just doesn't last very long. Yeah, just I, I just don't do that. Like you said, I mean, if you freeze it, you're you're good to go. He also has a one-word question: sushi? No. Yes. Yes, for you or no? Yes. Yes. yes you agree for me, that no. I love sushi. Okay, I don't. Would eat it all the time if I could. Tucker Medlin, it seems like nationally the narrative is that Kentucky lost rather than Mississippi State won on Saturday. Where are you seeing that, Tucker? Everywhere that I've watched has been like, man, Mississippi uh, I've State seen some really people well. say it. I've seen some people say that uh, Kentucky will never take the next step if they like losing to people like Mississippi State. Okay, I haven't at Mississippi seen that, State. I'll be honest. Well, and uh, State's beaten Kentucky every time in Starkville over, over a decade. So yeah. I don't know where that. So his question is, why is this the case, and what win will change the national perception that State's the worst team in the West? If you beat Arkansas, you can't call State the worst team. They'd be four wins at that point. They're four and two in the conference. Yeah. I mean, they would have more wins 
in six games in the SEC than they had in ten last year. Right, right. Uh, I, I think beating – if you beat Arkansas, people start to say, okay, this team's pretty good. If you beat Arkansas in Auburn, well, then it, people start talking about, okay, Mike Leach has really turned the corner. around, yeah. Uh, let's get one and, then, and then you start saying, well, I don't care what the schedule looks like next year for Mississippi State. I, I think they're going to be pretty good. Right. Let's get a couple of the walking bullies questions here. Why did you rank Kentucky ahead of State? Do you believe Kentucky is the better team or has the better resume? I just think they've only lost two games. State's lost three. So yeah. I'm not ready to reward Mississippi State just yet and put them. I put State just inside the top 25. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I was more, I, I was nicer to Mississippi State than just about, you know, anybody. One putting them in State at 16. Okay, well, that, yeah, that's I'm not surprising. Doing, I'm not going to do that yet. But, um, I mean, State still has lost to Memphis and LSU. And, I, I mean, I think that's still important to note. I'm not ready to put them inside the top 10. Top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Kentucky hasn't had any bad losses, per se, yet. They've lost to two teams that I consider top 25 teams. I agree. Uh, who do we need to complain to in order to get in-game review shown on the big screen? It's infuriating. Uh, I don't know. We've been doing it, though. Yeah. Trust us. The end zone 11 is working on it. Uh, Mike Rushing. What is the order of these things occurring? Saban retires. Harbaugh is fired. Mullen is fired. Kiffin leaves Ole Miss. Leach leaves State. Or Jerron returns to coaching. I think Orgeron's back in coaching within two years. I think, I think he a, sits out next year yeah, and he's back. he'll be a defensive back. line coach somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so we'll put that at one. Um, Saban's going to be last, I feel like. I, I, I disagree. I know, Harbaugh, Harbaugh. I think Leach leaves state. Because he's, he's not going to be looking for other jobs. Um, so I think I know Saban said the thing about ten years the other day. I really think Saban has like maybe five more years. I don't know. So do you think Leach can outlast him if he's winning? No. I don't think he's going to last 10 years here. Okay. But five, maybe. Okay. So then let's say, okay, so we'll say Saban, then Leach, then Harbaugh getting fired. Because they love Harbaugh. I mean, they just love him up there. He's yeah, but guy. I think there's going to be some pressure on him because he's not, winning. He's sure. not winning a ton of big games. No, there's no question about that. But I'll, I'll say that, and then Kiffin leaving Ole Miss – and then Mullen getting fired. Mullen's getting fired next year if he's still the coach of Florida. Simple as that. No question in my mind. You agree? Sure. All right. uh, let's see here. We've sort of answered that one. Steve, Redlick83, we've answered your question about the both-handed pitcher. Hunter Bolin, when y'all were kids, what was your favorite Saturday morning cartoon and what was your cereal of choice? Go ahead. What was the cartoon where they would like um... – like all the cartoons would race, like they would have like a, a race every. I forget what it was called. Like they were race car drivers, but they were like the, they were the cartoon characters. I forget. So it was you the, and I lived in different eras, so I don't know. No, the, no, this was like an old cartoon. I would watch it at my grandparents' house. Oh, okay, I don't um, know. I can't remember what it was, but that was the one I would watch a lot. Uh, but when I was you know growing up, probably like in you know first second grade. It was Nickelodeon shows. Okay. It was, you know, Rugrats, um, Hey Arnold, uh, Ren and Stimpy, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Um, cereal, I don't really remember having a favorite cereal. I was kind of a variety guy. I still am. I still eat cereal. I, I do like, I like, I eat cereal and I, I do like a variety. Uh, my favorite cartoon as a kid was Super Friends. Okay. Yeah. Love the Super Friends. And then favorite cereal, it's still my favorite cereal, Captain Crunch. 
I love Captain Crunch. I love the crunch of the captain. In my in my uh, cabinet right now, my rotation is honey bunches of oats for a little healthy uh, cereal twice a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cocoa Pebbles. I, see, I don't like chocolate cereals. Oh, I love it. Um, and Golden Grams. I like Golden Grams. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. The Drillfield wants a shout-out for the End Zone 11 for their ticket drive. You have to give it up for that. That was nice. That was a good, was nice. good deed done, for yep. sure. Uh, can't, Chris Nail, great question. <laughs> really good question. It's funny. Can't ask that, though. Why uh, not? Huh? Why not? I, I just I feel like the, I feel like it'll go down a bad path. Yeah. So let's just move on to his next question. Do the listeners not understand they can limit the people who can reply to the tweets? We've already uh, covered that, Chris. Hopefully, you you will set a standard going forward. Scotty Nabs found a picture of us for a, a something called a Jaguarundi, and uh, he saw looks one like more a Meridian. Looks like so, a panther. Looks like a panther. John Jeffrey Nelson, do you attribute State's baseball recruiting rise to the national championship, the NIL deal, allowing full scholarships, or both? I think it's all the national championship. It's national championship. It's, it's 100%. It's 100% that. Yep. What's the most underrated restaurant in Starkville? Oh, good question. Um, big fan of the Breakfast Club. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think underrated because we talk about, I mean, yeah. Um, Spotlight Cafe is still there for me. I don't That's think anybody choice. talks about that That's a good choice. outside of us. Yeah. I love the Camp House. Camp House is very good. Yeah. All right. Peyton Neely, Longhorn Steakhouse, Logan's Roadhouse, or Outback Steakhouse? Outback. Outback is, is my answer for sure. I love The it. variety there. Yeah. You know, Logan's and, and Longhorn's is, is what it is. Uh, Logan's has the, the best rolls. Yeah. But... Outback has you can get a steak, but mm-hmm. you can also get, get chicken, shrimp, and chicken, shrimp, yeah. and it, I mean they got a really good menu. I agree. I wish Starville had an Outback. I do too. It's been, that was rumored for decades. It never yep. happened. James King, who gets fired first, Dan Mullen or Scott Strickland for not firing Dan Mullen? This has been. The, it's going to be Dan Dan Mullen because Scott Strickland will fire Dan. Yeah, Mullen. I think if Strickland realizes it's his job. Yeah. Here's what people have been saying to me though. They're like, "Oh, Strickland would never fire Mullen." Well, okay then. The Florida boosters will just fire fire Strickland if they want Mullen out. They're going to get him out. I, I think Scott Strickland would. Um, well, he's not I think a, he he's understands. Not he's not a dummy. Yeah, Scott is very smart. Yeah, and I think he understands. And he's a very good athletic director too, by the yeah. way. Yeah, I think he understands if if he has to make a move, he will. Yeah. Uh, it's not like those two are tied at the hip. I mean, yeah. he he went and got Dan Mullen because he missed on everybody else. Yeah, nobody else would take the job, exactly. so he thought, well, uh, this guy's good. This guy's a good coach, and yeah. I know him. So and he's leaving, right? So, uh, great Scott. Whatever great happened to the Scott? Great Scott. Whatever happened Marty. to the old coffin corner kick? Try and pin someone deep on the punt. It seems like everybody has gone to the backspin kick. I don't know. That's a good question. You don't see it as much. You don't. It, they, they try to get it. They, yeah, you're right. They try to get that backspin yeah. to make it bounce back instead of kicking it out of bounds. We used to see that kick out of bounds a lot. All the time, yeah. The coffin and corner. The in, the enforcer, Andy Atkinson, double A. So from your analysis of the use of the term Bubba, is the Iron Sheik the most endearing person on earth? We respect the legend. Here on Thunder and Light. He humble you. He, he will old country. Break way. your back. Break your back and make you humble. Yes, the Iron Sheik, a lovely man. <laughs> except to Hulk Hogan, who is a jabroni. 
among uh, other things. All right. Uh, let's move forward here. Girth, Girth Brooks. Yes. Blame it all on. I, I can't. Never mind. Jordan Davis was expected to elevate this pass rush to make it even better than it already is. Fall camp seemed to reflect that. How much more confident would y'all be in winning out if he was available? Would our record be any different if he had been playing? I, I don't know if, if there's any more confidence one way or the other, and I don't know if the record's any different one way or the other, but the defense would definitely have had some some, some better moments. I think I think that the losses, I can't blame the defense exactly. for, for hardly any of the yeah. losses. So I don't know if he changes your um, win-loss, but I think your defense is, is a lot better with him. Better, yeah. yeah. So. That, which makes you really excited about next year. Yeah. Another one from Double A. Have you ever found an item at a garage sale that was such a great deal you couldn't believe it? I recently got an electric leaf blower for five bucks. The only missing attachment was the leaf bag, which I found online for twenty bucks. That is a great deal. And as a, fe- a fellow dad, you should be thrilled. Yes, I, I don't go to garage sales much, but so. somebody once got a great deal at a garage sale I was at when I sold all my He-Man toys for like twenty bucks. It's probably worth a millions today i don't know yeah i tried to sell my entire dvd collection and i mean i i sold a lot of them mm-hmm. and it made me it, it made me kind of sad seeing them go because i was i was giving away like f- you know five dollars for five yeah you know and you know i i accumulated this dvd collection over the course of like 20 years yeah so because I, I used to collect <laughs> dvds well yeah. now i don't need them because everything i want to watch i can find on some streaming service right so that was that was tough. I got you, uh, John Bench, who I don't, I may or may not be the father of some Ole Miss baseball player. I've heard that. Uh, has Hugh Freeze slid into pole assassins DMs yet? Maybe. He's in his game week. He might be focused. Yeah, he's focused in on a big game. Ahead. Big game for him. Yeah. Based on the question, should I expect Hugh Freeze to slide into my DMs? Yes. Yes, 100%. you will. Percent. He is 100%. searching his name as we speak. Yeah. All right, here, this was a really good question. I hope I can answer it. I cannot. That's a shame. Crystal Method. Uh, Kyle Bolware, is Mike Leach truly adapting his offense to what work, making split smaller? Well, I guess we sort of answered this question. I, I do think that – I don't know that the run game was a one-game coincidence, but I don't expect him to start running the ball a whole lot more. I don't think he's adapting much at all. I think guys are just executing better. Yeah, I, I think he just saw – he did – he just saw that Kentucky, he had, those opportunities were there. Yeah. So, uh, Jason Neal Galt. Uh, I know you said our men's basketball team is a tournament team. If you're correct, how far do they make it? I think they can win a game or two. They get the second weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, anything beyond that, you're really projecting. You know, you don't. You, nobody knows who the final four. There's. I mean, I think they're upsets. capable of getting into the second weekend. Yeah. I think that they have a roster that's capable of doing that. Yeah. It's just it's hard to project them to do that when they haven't won a tournament game in over ten years. Right? No, you're, no, you're exactly right. Um, let's see here. Are you going to watch Eternals? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I'll watch it. I'll watch it, but I don't have a whole lot of excitement for it. I just watched uh, Black Widow the other day. Really good. I liked it. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, Who would you like to see join AEW next? So did Bray Wyatt come back on Friday? I haven't seen it. I've I guess I've I watched on, some of it. Somebody but would have said something on Twitter if he did. Yeah, I I've watched some of that um, episode, but I haven't okay. seen him yet. That's who I would like to see join AEW. But I guess he wants. So I guess my, my I guess the next answer is Kevin Owens. Owens. Yes, said at the same time. Yeah. Well, we, 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 and we, I think that's probably going to happen. I do too. 
Let's see here. Uh, another question about the run game from J.B. Holloway. So we'll sort of move forward. Um, he also asked, do you think Jefferson can beat State with his arm and legs if we take away the run? I don't think K.J. Jefferson can beat MSU throwing the football. Mm-mm. Um, if Mississippi State, this is the same thing that I thought from last week. If Mississippi State can shut down the run game, at least limit it, I think they're in good shape. Yeah. I mean, that, they're going to have the same game plan they've had against it's, everybody. It's kind of, you know, um, you know, like an obvious thing, right? If you make somebody one dimensional, they're going to, uh, to be, you know, you, 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 you increase your chances of being able to beat them. I mean, look at what. Um, he did against Ole Miss. They were able to run that read option yeah. with regularity. Right. And it opened up those big pass plays that right. they had. Uh, if Mississippi State can stop that read option attack and they can stop Jefferson in the running game, mm-hmm. then I, I think that they're going to be able to consistently get off the field, and that's what you want to do. Scott wants to know, Robbie, were you getting a little concerned when Brian was reading off the Firehouse sub-menu? It sounded like he was reading out the Kama Sutra for a minute. It was that. That was, was like getting into it. It was getting that the menu was getting sexy there. It was. I mean, I went turkey and ham and bacon. Fully involved. Fully involved. I, I mean, like that, that was a little something. I like that. Uh, let's see here. Brooks White wants to know if either of us are going to Fayetteville this weekend. I'm not going. Are you? No. It's just that's such a tough ride to make, and I have I have to cover games every Friday night. Yeah. High school sports. Yeah. High school makes it difficult for me. Uh, yeah. You know, I've been to Memphis and Nashville this year and I had to wake up early to go to both of those after Friday night and Fayetteville, I mean you might as well just leave right from the It would game. be and I can't go to Auburn next week either. I'm not I'm not waking up at four AM. Yeah, so I, I, I do my best some good recommendations for food. <clears throat> I, I've always wanted to go to Fayetteville. I've never I've never trip. stopped and been so that said Brooks feel free with our friends Andy, Steph and uh and Theo and those guys to give them the recommendations. They will need them too. These are all of them this is their first trip there as far as I know. Uh, Pike Dog, it's pretty cold outside. Could uh, there be a freeze warning in Oxford Saturday? Oh. Oh, please. <laughs> Dear eight pounds, six ounce baby Jesus. That would be glorious. It really would. Can, That'd you, be imagine? Hilarious. Can you imagine? That, that place will melt. It'll be yeah. good. If there's a freeze running warning, they will melt down. <clears throat> there, there will be people that's, that say, can we just fire Lane Kiffin and yeah. get an e There will be people that say that. Pike Dog also says Braves and six. Good for you, man. I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I'm pulling for the Braves. Mainly because I want to see if uh, Joel Coleman will, in fact, that fan base deserves. They do deserve it, and and a lot of my friends are Braves fans. Can you imagine that some fans have the opportunity to to watch Mississippi State win a College World Series and the Braves win a World Series? uh, Obviously, no College World Series, but I had a year in 2010. So after the 2009 NFL season, right? Yep. So the Saints won the Super Bowl in January of 2010. The Lakers won the World Title in. June of 2010. Mm-hmm. The Giants won the World Series in 2010. Mississippi State beat Michigan in the beat Michigan Bowl. And, and won the Egg Bowl and had and finished in the top 15. Nine wins. That's as good a sports year as I can, can get my hands That's on. That's about it. as good as it gets. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Well, state baseball was not good that year. No, it was very bad. Basketball was okay. Uh, yeah, that would have been the year they lost. They got knocked out of uh, to Memphis. No, no, no. That was the year they got. Uh, that was oh eight. Yeah, that ten would have been the the, the line violate the the lane violation year. Yes, they didn't make the NIT. They went to the NIT. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Lost in North Carolina. Got NIT. another. We have another. Amp- People are excited about this ambidextrous question p- pitcher, but also from Buck. 
With Rodgers playing the way he is, do you believe this is from his skill at the QB or the system Leach runs? Both. It's both. Any Anybody, the system helps quarterbacks. It makes it easier for them. But you can't just show up and start playing quarterback. You and I and Buck and whoever can't just go out there and throw for 400 yards. This is why I said the day that Mike Leach was hired, this was the best thing that could have happened for Will Rogers. Because I didn't know... I didn't know how he would fit into like a read option, like RPO type offense, like Joe Moorhead or Dan Mullen offense. But that offense fit him perfectly, and I think he's he grows up every week in it. I think he's physically talented, more talented than people give him credit for. But this offense it really kind of brings out the best in him. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, where are we here? Uh, Joe Dog, if you were locked in the trunk of a car, you could only have one of these three things, what would you choose? A flashlight, a Happy Meal, or a six-pack of beer? Well, the Happy Meal's out. I mean, that, what yeah, is that going to do? It's going to make me angry. I mean, what um, do you really... I mean, a flashlight... A flashlight, you could at least maybe try to figure out how to get out. Yeah, I guess so. So. I yeah, I don't, think I'm, I don't think I'm thinking about beer in that moment. Yeah. That'd probably be my plus. You don't want to you don't want to drink too much because you're gonna yeah. you're gonna have to go you need your bearings. We're well, gonna have to go at some point, right? And that's then you true. Have to go on yourself if you're locked in the trunk. Well, maybe you can drive the person crazy that's uh, that's kidnapped. That's you. true. Like I'm pinned in there. Hey, uh, hey, can I go to the bathroom? Hey, that's uh, what I would do. I would just drive the person insane where yeah. they have to take me back to wherever yeah. they got me. Uh, let's see here. Can you explain what uh, Jeremy Martin? Can you explain what Kentucky's D line was doing to snap, simulate the snap count? I don't think it's the D line. I think it's the linebackers because the D line has their hands down. The linebackers are up here and they're waiting for Rogers to 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 get to that position where he's ready to clap and they're right before him. Either that or they were they were yelling what he was yelling like yeah. go or and maybe yeah. they smacked their thigh pad or something. Yeah, I, I think they were probably yelling something. Yeah, I never saw him clapping, but that I don't know. I think MSU history cleared out all the interlopers here. Yes, he did. Good job. Uh, number 22s is what we've got today. Jamar Chaney, J.J. Johnson, Tommy Raffo, Barry Stewart, Tony Watts, Matt Wells, Derek Zimmerman. This is a stacked list. Well, J.J. is number one for me. Well, first of all, he was my favorite shout out to my favorite number 22, Brian McDuff, number 22 for St. Aloysius. Oh, okay. Great, great. A, a feared defensive end. Well, there you go. All right. If from Is MSU his highlight film longer than Stevens? If he had one, it would be, yes. <laughs> I can't even tell what's happening in that highlight. <laughs> it's a lot of pixels. A lot of pixels. <laughs> it looks uh, like it was straight out of like 1962. It was. It was 1998, something like mm-hmm. that, 97. I don't know. Could've All right, here we go. Better film. JJ number one? JJ's number one for me. And I'm probably gonna go. I might go Tommy Raffo. Raffo is two. He might be the best first baseman. Yeah, he, he's a great player from a from a numbers perspective. Yeah, Mississippi yeah. State's had. So he's two. Zimmerman three. <clears throat> Zimmerman's three for me. Um, Chaney four. Chaney four. Matt then Wells. I would go. I'd no, probably I'd go Barry, Barry Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, Barry, Barry Stewart. Stewart. Then Matt Wells and Tony Watts. And Tony Watts was before my time, but good player. But he's he's definitely okay. So here's here's our list from one to, to last: J.J. Johnson, Tommy Raffo, Derek Zimmerman, Jamar Chaney. Uh, Matt Wells. I'm sorry, Barry Stewart, Matt Wells, Tony Watts. Yep. It's a good list. That's Henry good Ruggs list. was in a car wreck and oh. has been charged with DUI. Uh, someone died in the wreck. Oh, no. Yes. 
Oh, that's awful. His career is in that jeopardy. Might be tough. Yeah. Besides LSU, this question from Snave. Besides LSU, Snave. what's the most likely open SEC head football coaching job this December? There's two ways to look at it. I think this. the most likely would probably be Florida, but I don't know if they're going to make a change. Let me tell you why, my two choices here. Auburn, because I, I am Harson. just not convinced Harson's going to get the vaccine. Yeah. Ole Miss. If Kiffin leaves. If Kiffin leaves, which I think he's going to have the opportunity to do. Uh, let's see here. Not a question, but I just want to read this from Daniel Black. Listening to today's show while walking to and from class, I started laughing so hard during the poll assassin segment. People looked at me like I needed to be institutionalized. Totally worth it. Thank you, Brett Daniel. We appreciate that. The American Dream has a couple American Dream. You mind if I use the Dusty Rose voice? Please do. Who would be the Danhausen of college football coaches? I can see Leach's Danhausen. Oh, I'm sorry. Who would be the Warhausen? Warhausen. You ever watch that Danhausen? He's very nice, but very evil. I've seen a little bit of his stuff. He's a, he's a, he's a crazy cat, daddy. He's in the hospital yesterday. He, he broke, broke his leg. leg. I remember when the fall Hossman <laughs> broke Dusty Rhodes's arm. <laughs> they attacked him in a parking lot. I remember that. Pulled him out of the uh, the pulled he, him out of the car. He can see Leach as Danhausen, but he's having trouble with Warhorse. See, Daddy, I say if Coach Ogeron would be the Warhorse, Daddy, what do you say? Sure, I I haven't said that's Ring of Honor. Yeah, I, which I, went out of business. I saw that. So I like Danhausen. He's he's funny. Uh, why would a Dan Mullen coach team be undisciplined at Florida after all those hard nosed teams from state? Is it complacency or depression? I think it's the players that he's recruiting. He's not recruited well. Um, you know, he, he recruited to a fit yeah. when he was at Mississippi State, and uh-huh. those players really bought in. I think he's having to – I mean, and people talk about his recruiting. I mean, he's still recruiting in the top ten. Yeah. His roster is still a top ten roster. Right. The problem is Georgia is constantly one or two. Yeah. Um, let's get a couple of Rob Hadaway's questions here. What are the odds that Pole Assassin makes the news the same week Hugh Freeze returns to Oxford. It's written in the stars. Baby. Amazing. It's just written in the stars. Just amazing. Rob <laughs> wants us to rank these famous monkeys. Okay. Marcel from Friends or the Outbreak Monkey. They're the same monkey. The Orangutan from Any Which Way You Can with Clint Eastwood. The Grape Ape. Donkey Kong. Pole Assassin's Monkey. And Davy Jones, Mike Neesmith, Peter Tork, and Mickey Dolan's collectively. The monkeys. The monkeys. Yeah. I know like three of these references. Donkey Kong is number one monkey. I love the Donkey king Kong. of all apes. I'm gonna go with him. Then we're gonna go with Marcel. He was a very famous monkey. I, then we'll I go never with watch Friends that the much. monkeys. Yes. Then we will go with the grape ape. Uh, the What's orangutan. The grape ape. It was a cartoon. It's a big purple gorilla. Oh, grape ape. And the orangutan from any which way you can, and then last because it just had one day on the scene, is Pole Assassin's Monkey. Fair? Sounds good. Fair? All right, good. Uh, let's see here. Zach, what would Jet Johnson's WWE name be? It'd be Jet Johnson. Jet Johnson? It fits perfectly. It's got alliteration. and oh, it's Listen got a- to that name. I mean, if you can't hear me say future world champion Jet Johnson. Look at that barrel chest. That's good stuff. Ah, yes. All right. Uh, Carter Bentley, what was the best costume you saw last week? So you actually went out trick-or-treating. I did not, so I didn't really see any costumes. 
I, I mean, I went out to the thing on campus, but yeah. um, the best one I saw was our friend Nathan Taylor mm-hmm. dressed as Chris Lamonis, and his daughter was the trophy. It was excellent. That was fantastic. Yeah. That's did you good. see it? I did see it. Okay. Uh, that was the best. That was absolutely I, the best the, costume. The guy who dressed like the guy from Arkansas and his girlfriend had the shirt that said mashed potatoes was really funny. Oh, I didn't say that. That's pretty good. Though. Yeah, it's pretty funny. If you don't get that joke, well, you, you should. Uh, Carter, we answered your other question there. Let's see here. Um, that might be that might be all. Is oh, Pat, Pat and Paris, have you ever made s'mores in the microwave? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have. I've done it in the toaster. I mean, My wife almost caught the house on fire one you time. A little chocolate melt, a little marshmallow melt. Yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't take much. No. Uh, let's see here. That might be it. Is that it? Oh, last one. And this is a pretty good question. Ethan Brazil, who am I supposed to cheer for in the Ole Miss versus Liberty game this weekend? It's got to be Liberty. Well, if you're a Mississippi State fan, you're cheering for Liberty. Right, but also, just like the comedy of Ole Miss losing... To Hugh Freeze. To Hugh Freeze would be incredible. So, yeah, you got to go with Liberty. All right. That wasn't a, uh, that was, that was a good, good addition of the Rumblings. Good job, guys. All right. Tomorrow's show, I'm talking to Trey Biddy from uh, Arkansas's 24-7 site. Uh, so we'll have him on, and we'll also have a couple other things going as we start previewing this game and really getting into what is a huge game for Mississippi State uh, this weekend against Arkansas. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.